Hey, it's Ears Up In-Depth. Welcome, everybody. My name is Jason, and with me, as always, is Jeremy, a man who is so lovely, I want to shrink him down and put him in my pocket. Well, that would be great. I could be in your pocket. <laughs> my front pocket, like my I shirt pocket. Say, I was just... <laughs> my shirt pocket. Don't worry. I was going to ask which one. Well, if I didn't have a shirt pocket, I would make sure the my pockets and my, my shorts were sewn up first. And then you... Yo. I don't want or to just get you. like that belt with the pockets that hang off. A fanny pack. I would honestly, if you were that small, I would I would buy you a fanny pack. I'd put a little couch in there, a little bed. I would tuck you in and I would <laughs> I would go on Splash Mountain. Oh, that sounds fun. <laughs> Doesn't it? And weird. Yeah. Well. It's a little distressing to hear that, actually. But, <laughs> you know. Actually, now I'm I'm highly upset about this. <laughs> yeah. A turn. Yeah. Uh, welcome, everybody. We have uh, a couple news stories to talk to you about. Um, I guess some of them are breaking news. I don't know. Uh, but we like to go in-depth into this show and, and to figure out what's going on in Disneyland, Disney World, and sometimes beyond, which is kind of always uh, fun. Jeremy, you are back home. You are in New Jersey right now, just to update everybody. I'm, yeah, I'm back home in New Jersey. Nice. That's where I. <laughs> that's all there is to it. Yeah, okay. Cold and rainy, but I'm, ha- I'm here reporting. Well, do you miss... Do you miss Florida? That's that's the big question weighing heavily on everybody's mind. You're a recent Florida man transfer, and uh, how do you feel now coming back to places that have weather? Well, you know, I'm a little annoyed that it's so cold and rainy here, but here's the thing. I can't remember if I mentioned this to you or not, but when you're in Disney World, everything rev- or when you're in Florida, Central Florida especially, everything revolves around Disney World. Hmm. So, like... I'm new there, so I often have the GPS on in the car, even if I'm going to, like, Target. Sure. Okay? Yeah. But, like, so, like, if you were to put the GPS on in your car, it would say, take I-5 towards San Francisco, for example, right? Sure. My <laughs> GPS <laughs> Let's say says, that's right. says get, take I-192 towards Epcot. Like everything uh, is like towards it's like you're always merge on to route four south towards Magic Kingdom. Oh, geez. So like even the most mundane activities are sprinkled with magic. That is kind of. Uh, I, 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 what am I trying to say? I, I would imagine that Disney sort of lobbied for that. Or maybe Florida gave it to them because that was the biggest landmark in central Florida. But that is great uh, brand immersion. I love it. Yeah. It's like you just forget. You're like, oh, I'm going to Home Depot, but then they're t- telling you about Animal Kingdom on the way. <laughs> when you go into these stores, are they playing like Disney music at all? Like on the radio? Or is it just like the classic soft rock from the 70s you get at the Home Depots out here? It's the same as the regular Home Depot, but most stores there have souvenirs. Oh, my god. So goodness. like wa- you walk into Walmart and it's like walking into World of Disney, only I mean, not the same, obviously, exact same merchandise, but every place is like, you know, it's like garden section, home, housewares, souvenir section, because they're built all around these parks. Everyone's capitalizing on it. Wow. I yeah. feel like that's I don't know for, if it's like that in Anaheim. It is. Yeah, it is. Well, it depends. There's a, a definitely a, a radius. So yeah. like the CVS down the street has a pretty like an aisle of that kind of like beach yeah. towels and crap like that. Like, what do you? Yeah. I'm going to buy a beat. I don't know, whatever. But yeah, there's a lot of like those little tchotchke, you know, souvenir shops that almost look like half cigarette store and half (laughs) half souvenir shop where you can also buy dusty top ramen. It's weird. 
Yeah, I've definitely bought a plush at a 7-Eleven on Catella before, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Same, brother. Uh, before we get to our news, though, speaking of buying stuff, the 21st Amendment's iconic Hell or High Water Metal Wheat Beer has been a summertime favorite since they started making it in 2000 at their San Francisco South of Market Brew Pub. The brewers at the 21st Amendment decided to have some fun and with a nod to the fall season, developed their latest beer, Hell or High Mango. Hell or High Mango is made with real fruit and a sweet slightly tart with tropical floral flavors and aromas. It's a perfect beer to enjoy during this fall time of year as the colors and the seasons finally change. Jeremy, it's finally cold outside here. I'm yeah. not sweating. Is it cold there? Yes, it's finally cold. We actually are the fires had... gone? No. Uh, well, the fires up here are mostly gone. Uh, now they're just raging in, in Orange County, of all places, down in L.A. So it's like... Oh, really? Yeah, there's a lot. It, we're just still on fire, man. We're just still on fire. But yeah. at least it's cold. But the problem is it's cold and, and now dry. Like our humidity is like 16, 11%. And it just, it's like, so my my car, this is a boring story, so I won't tell you the whole thing. But my car broke down the other day. And uh, okay. I have a friend who's a mechanic in the next town over. So I, I got it going and drove it over to him. And he's like, oh, I don't have the part. But uh, so we got to go to the part store. We go to Napa Auto Parts. And I'm like, he's like, get in the car. I'm like, ah. I had my mask on, of course, and I'm like, it's this really cool mask, and it has like a cool filter in it, and I'm like, I'm uncomfortable, Alan, I'm uncomfortable, and he's like, why? And I, so I told him, I was like, because I'm insane, I'm an insane person, and uh, he didn't have his mask on, but we had the windows down, and then he put his mask on like a minute later, and I was talking to him about it, I was like, what's your like level with this? And he goes, I'll, I'll do whatever anybody else is around me is doing. He's like, I'm not, I don't care, but if you're uncomfortable with it, I'll put my mask on. I'm like, right. okay. But this is like definitely the most <laughs> the most exposure I've had to anybody that what hadn't been quarantining for two weeks. It was very bizarre. And then I pretended that I got a phone call when we showed up to the auto parts store, so he went inside. <laughs> you are too much. I know, man. But well, you know what? Baby steps. I'm glad that you did that. You had, but you were too. smart. You had the windows down, windows down, mask on all the time, hundred percent. So anyway, the point Ooh. of the story is like the next day, it sort of like got a, we got cold outside. It, it really dried up. My throat starts itching. I start coughing. My throat's scratchy. Like it's just now feeling better. And I'm like, oh shit, great. There we go. I he's asymptomatic, and now I have to. And it's just it's a whole thing, man. <laughs> Anyway, and now you are symptomatic. It's you just dry. have a little dry scratch. I know, but, but I, anyway, uh, anyway, uh, behind all the great mango flavor of a hell or high mango is a wonderful <laughs> wheat beer with its biscuity, light bready notes. And at a mere 4.9% ABV is even more enjoyable. Hell or High Mango is available across the country wherever 21st Amendment beer is sold. And I'm seeing a lot of people actually online and, and, and writing to the show that are finding um, Hell or High Watermelon, which is a great beer, and Hell or High Mango and all the 21st Amendment beers. So please check them out. They support the show. Um, and it's, uh, you know, it's good beer, too, if you're a beer well, I'll tell you this. I was in Disney World last week with Eric from the Supreme Resort because they were down. Oh, nice. So I had dinner with Eric and Brandy twice last week. Oh it was gosh. an absolute delight. But Eric, as you know, lives in Colorado. And he was telling me that he can get 21st Amendment. Nice. Colorado, another state that's on fire. So there you go. Yes, they are, he <laughs> yeah, said. That's cool. They on. are on fire. Uh, all right, Jared. Hey, let's get into some news. I let's would say some good news, but uh, you know, knowing us, it's probably not. No. Yeah. We're uh, pretty much the wet mops of Disney news. <laughs> that's true. Uh, you want to go first? 
Why don't you go yes. first? I've been talking a little too much. I'll start it off. Yeah, we want to save that dry, scratchy throat of yours. <laughs> Thank you. Well, I'm sad to report that Disneyland Paris has the dubious distinction of being the second Disney resort on the globe to reclose. Yes, that is correct. Yeah, it's COVID correct. Disneyland Paris tonight said a second farewell to guests in order to comply with sweeping new restrictions enacted by French President Emmanuel Macron in a renewed effort to gain control over coronavirus infections that have recently been spiking again in countries across Europe. New new restrictions in France include the closure of various non-essential businesses, bars, and restaurants, and is expected to end no earlier than December 1st, so a little bit over a month. Disneyland Paris is taking new reservations starting December 19th. (laughs) Wow. That is very, uh, I don't know, liberal of them, I guess. It's a short expectation. Well, hopefully they can get it under control. Hopefully people in, in, in Paris and France can mask up and stay home and just kind of like squash everything a little bit. Yeah. Well, I presumably they I think December 1st is the earliest. So they are being a bit cautious. But I'm also yeah. assuming you can't just flick a switch and reopen the park. I'm sure it takes a few days to kind of get things back. You know, it's not like it's not like yeah. it just turns on. Right. You know, you got to start it up. So it'll be they're taking reservations December 19th through January 3rd, but they've already announced um, the park will close again following the Christmas holiday for a full month, a little over a month from January 4th to February 12th, which is typically the lowest attendance season in Disneyland Paris anyway. So they're just going to close it. Let's not let's not. Uh, that makes sense. Fifth half around. No, never do right. France joins several other European nations in new restrictions, including the Republic of Ireland, which has added the unique measure of enforcing a five kilometer limit on the distance people can travel from their homes, along with the closure of retail stores and restaurants and bars for a minimum of four weeks. This is the latest in a string of blows to the Walt Disney Company that earlier this week laid off hundreds more entertainment professionals from the Walt Disney World Resort that has left many time-honored shows with uncertain futures, including the venerable Hoop-dee-doo review dinner show at Disney's Fort Wilderness Lodge, which holds the distinction of being the longest-running dinner show in history. Wow. Not just at Disney World. Right. In, in the our entirety world. of written history. Yeah, in the universe, there isn't a longer one on Mars. That's true. The Walt Disney Company has seen a revenue drop this year of more than $6 billion. That's billion with a B, one glimmer of hope. Most of the shows that were affected by the layoffs are still listed on Disney's website simply as temporarily unavailable. So it's possible that they will rehire when the time is right, but for now... It's looking very slim down there. It's uh, entertainment taking a big hit. And yeah. Disneyland Paris is closed. Man. So that's uh, that's, that's crazy, man. This is, it's a, it's that second wave or third wave. I don't even know anymore. It just uh, it just is. Well, we're just surfing the waves over and over. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, you're talking about uh, things closing and reopening and closing again and whatever. This is sort of on the same line, but it's a little more positive. Ever since Downtown Disney opened up for business this summer, I've personally been ranting and raving and probably crying over the fact that both parks at Disneyland Resort are still closed. Pound for pound, there are more shopping experiences than attractions in the Disneyland Resort, I guess, 
I don't really know, but it's a fair assumption, I feel. It was always strange to me how they could open an entire shopping district and not the main streets of the most beloved park in the world in DCA. Well, it seems like Bob Paycheck is listening to my advice because it was announced this past Friday that Buena Vista Street in DCA will be reopening for your shopping experiences. This would explain why less cast members were cut from DCA over Disneyland proper. And while no official date has been given for the opening, Disney has just kept it at, quote, later in November. Yeah, I was wondering what the date was. I couldn't find that anywhere. Yeah, that's why it's just late November. This is what it is. On Buena Vista Street, guests will look forward to, quote, finding even more places to enjoy a memorable meal or a fun shopping excursion. The writing is so <laughs> awful on these stupid it's, press releases. Stop it. According what would you say? I would Let's say. brainstorm. I don't know. Um, on Buena Vista Street, guests can, quote, find even more places to en- find even more places. Uh, we we are welcome guests back to their familiar whatever. It's, I would make it more of a welcoming welcoming back thing, even though that sort of puts the focus on they were closed, but it got newsflash. Everybody knows you're closed. So right. now it's a more of a celebratory, hey, we're happy. We're here to welcome you back to the places where you've shared your memories before. I would pull yes. more nostalgia in rather than... You're pulling on my heartstrings. A fun shopping excursion? Shut up! <laughs> right. Whatever. Um, open shopping destinations will include Elias and Company, Julius Cats and Sons, and Kingswell Camera Shop, offering an array of Disney-themed exclusives for the holiday season. Food options... I do... You know, I've seen some pictures of the masks that they have. They do look pretty cool. So yeah, kudos to them. But uh, well, those blue ones. Yeah, the blue ones. I think they're going to do some Christmas themed ones too. But I just I want one with a filter in it, man. I don't know. That's me. One one of those filters. That's me. Sure. Uh, food options will be trolley treats, Fiddler Pfeiffer, and Practical Cafe. Literally have no idea where that is. Uh, Carthay Circle Lounge, which apparently is open for outdoor dining, and Smoke Jumpers Grill. Not much detail has been released on what exactly the menus will look like. However, it has been said, at least for Smoke Jumpers, they will have a trimmed-down menu of burgers and craft beer for mobile ordering only. So that's good news for that. Uh, Per the park's guidelines, there will be temperature screenings prior to entry, and all guests must wear masks and socially distance, among other new measures. In addition, there will be numerous kiosks set up along the street, presumably with food and beverages. I don't really know what the kiosks are going to be, but um, I imagine if it's to keep people from congregating inside of a building, maybe there's a couple tchotchkes or something like that you can, like, you know, buy off the kiosk, but... uh, I don't know. There will will be, they be like the food and the food and wine festival kiosks? I would imagine because you know, I mean, Buena Vista Street is is sort of short. It's very shallow. It's a lot like me. Yeah. It's a very shallow. Yes, thank you. Um, but I've always I've always pictured you and Buena Vista Street just such shallow, worthless. <laughs> we're equal. You know, just there's just yeah. nothing there from it's the moment from the moment we were created. People were trying to change us. <laughs> I don't know, but you can like. Like pass on that 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 fountain towards Cars Land, you, where the food and wine festival stuff usually is. You could definitely line that with some stuff, rope it off right there, and um, you know you can sort of control the crowds in that way. Because DCA does have a lot more. DCA is sort of more like like Disney World parks, where there's a lot of yes. walking room. Yeah, 
Not so much Disneyland, but uh, well, anyway. and also you can charge people a high margin for the you know charge people nine ten dollars for a, a cup of beer. Well, I mean, if you need al- cash. It's already eleven. You- it's already eleven dollars for a cup of beer. Like it's oh. already high. It's already they've already priced me out of beer even last year. So I'm not like I'm not trying to. I don't need that. I don't need beer that bad. But you're right. You definitely uh, definitely can unless it's Twenty First Amendment. Then I will. <laughs> I don't know. You'll pay uh, eleven for a Twenty First Amendment. I'll pay fifteen. Oh, wow. What a testimonial. Thanks. Uh, There will be zero cost to enter Buena Vista Street in order to access the coming shopping wonderland. In case you were concerned that Disney would get you on both ends, this is one uh, rare occurrence where they're not going to. So that's good. It's going to be free to enter. And apparently, like right now, you can do like that back lot shopping where you you enter through the employee entrance. You don't, you know what I mean? So to get to Buena Vista Street, I think it's going to be that same area. It was hard to find specifics you're not going to be entering through the main gates which i sort of don't understand why oh really yeah i feel like just open the main open the main gates just open it there's why why people want that feeling to come through the gate they want they want that if if they're gonna if they're gonna go anyways which i'm not saying anybody should do but if you want to do it you want to go you want the full experience you want the full english I want the full English. You sound like Elsa. I sound like from You know Frozen? what I'm referencing? No. When she says, tell the guards to open oh. up the gates. You were like, open the gates, open, open the, the gates. gates. That's what I saw. That's how I, that's what I connected with. I appreciate it. I think that was, I think, a, I think a protester when they were doing the reopen Disneyland thing yeah. had that on their side. Yes, they did. And I was like, oh, would you get that off Pinterest? <laughs> Um, in, I loved it. in announcing this wild turn of events, I'm calling the Jason factor because it's very clearly me, right? I'm influencing. I said this, and so therefore it's happening. Therefore, people. Oh, to right. Yes, video. I forgot about that. Uh, the Disneyland Facebook account made a pretty embarrassing error that quickly made the rounds on Twitter last week. I don't know if you saw this, Jeremy, uh, but since most of the guest services team was laid off, which social media is uh, uh, wrapped up in. Uh, social media is part of guest services. Okay. Uh, the managers have been creating all the posts you see on Twitter and Facebook and everything. It's like the, the the higher ups, which is also why they just sort of bland and without any personality. But that's a different rant. Like, you know, it's like uh, park out or you know, downtown Disney open at 8 a.m. <laughs> like, that's it. There's no, what'd you say, zhuzh? You're not judging yeah, it. They're not, you're not judging it. They're just like, eh, who cares? Yeah, um, for park hours, I don't want anything else. Well, just but it's like, straight it's dope. like we look forward to seeing just something extra, a little bow on top of that. You okay. know what I mean? But like, eh, whatever. It, personally, for me, I don't even want to see the park hours. I don't even care. If, I, if I'm going to go, I'm going to assume you're open at 8. If not, I'm going to go look. But that's just me. Whatever. Um, apparently, right after posting the Disney Parks blog announcing the opening of Buena Vista Street, uh, the manager of the Facebook account forgot to switch accounts from Disneyland to their own personal account and proceeded to make the following comment on their own post. Quote, do what Knott's is doing, a food festival. So it's Disney, the Disneyland Facebook page posted the Disney Parks blog. And then right, right underneath it, as a comment of their own page, Disneyland oh is shown saying, do what Knott's is doing, no. a food festival. No. <laughs> no. This happened? This, this happened. I have screenshots. 
uh, you the, guys, the this po- is the problem. The post was taken down shortly thereafter, but the damage, uh, the damage was done, man. And it's like, so this person, you know, they're not, they're not using their own Facebook account, right? To, um, to, to post uh, on a work thing to like rile up. Basically, you're sticking it back to your company, right? Like, why aren't we doing this food festival thing like Knott's Berry Farm is doing? So I wonder if they have a burner Facebook account where they just made up a thing so they can do this kind of stuff and comment on it. You know what I mean? Totally. Um, they just this gave me this sent chills down my spine. It is. I'm so scared. I, I've I've done it like on uh, a couple other jobs that I have, but they're like eleven thousand people on these pages. It's not Disneyland, you know what I mean? And someone <laughs> called them out on it too. Like, well, looks like looks like a manager forgot to switch their accounts back. <laughs> Can you imagine how embarrassing? It's so it's so awful. I don't like it. So there you go, Jeremy. The Disneyland Resort is slowly opening up. The only question that remains in the midst of, in the, in the mind of this reporter is why they weren't doing this in the first place instead of digging their heels in with Newsom. Why the all or nothing attitude? And that's you know from being online and whatever. That's kind of what's pissing off a lot of CMs right now. It's like you were doing layoffs. You are using us as as a, a shield, as a as a as a fulcrum rather against the state to open up. It's all or nothing. But you could have been doing this the entire time. Where why why weren't you doing this to try to save some of our jobs? But uh, see, I thought that Newsom allowed them to do even this. I didn't realize I, that they always had this ability. I don't know, and I don't think anybody really knows. But I'm just saying, like uh. this is that would be. That's my question to the Disney Resort if they would ever respond to me. It's like, why, why wasn't right. this a, 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 an option from the beginning? I know how. Stop using people as fulcrum. That's right. I know that uh, how they're getting around some of these rules or how they're allowing to open, they're, they're saying that the Buena Vista Street is an extension of the downtown Disney shopping district. Like reclassifying yeah. it or something. I don't know. It's a smart move. I think that's cool. Like I said, that's what we've been saying here for a long time. So uh, uh, we'll see how it goes. I don't know. It's a little, uh, little weird, but um, I think people are going to like it. So uh, look forward to that at some point later November. Later, do they enforce a? I'm sure that there must be a, a maximum number of people that even Downtown Disney can handle, right? Do they yes. enforce a, a a maximum? Yeah. Okay. So now will that stay the same, and they're just opening up more space? Or are they going to allow more people in? That's another good question. I don't know. Well, we have to make a list of questions for Disney. <laughs> Why are you using people as fulcrums? How many people are you letting in? <laughs> a lot of questions. A lot of questions, man. Jason, people cannot stop showing up at Disney World packing heat. Oh, what do you mean? Met- metaphorically or? Trapping a gat. <laughs> no, we've okay. talked about this before. That's true. Got the Draco unlocked, dude. And actually, since we've talked about this before, I do want to just take a slight diversion because when I was writing this up and I was thinking about packing heat and strapping gats, I thought, well, what other terms are there for carrying a gun? I don't know. Oh, a, a you know? thousand. Yes. Yeah. So I went to the carolinashootersclub.com <laughs> and I found some. Do you want to know what they are? That's the most Jeremy. <laughs> well, so I went to the <laughs> to the Carolina Shooters Club. Tell me, yeah. I, I'm I, my mind immediately goes to like hip hop references. So I'm very curious to see if the Carolina Shooters Club 
has like uh, tooled up, <laughs> for example. Go ahead. Well, yeah, well, there you go. You see, you could make a page, Jason's page of gun metaphors. Yeah, good. Are they? Is that metaphor? I don't know if that's really a metaphor. I don't know what that is. Simile? Slang term. Slang. There you go. Walking the dog. I've never heard that, and it's in fact ridiculous because it's anything. It's literally walking the dog, or it's a yo-yo trick. <laughs> imagine if someone. Imagine if like you're online and you're fighting with someone. And someone's like, "I'll walk my dog by your house." And you're like, "I don't care. I'm." I yo-yo also, and then they shoot up your house. You can get in some serious <laughs> trouble with that. It's confusing. Go ahead. Or you're just like at an outdoor cafe, and someone walks by, and you're like, I think he's walking a dog. <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, I don't see it. Like, your friend's like, what are you talking about? I don't see a dog. <laughs> no. Well, I feel like that's why no one ever messed with the Smothers Brothers, because everyone just thought they were tooled up all the time. In fact, they were just doing yo-yo tricks. <laughs> Here's one. Hanging out with Roscoe. <laughs> I don't know what that means. A Roscoe, that's an old, t- I know that's an old term for a gun. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. But uh, hanging out with Roscoe, that's a little ridiculous. It's like a, someone wrote it in like a party hosting book. <laughs> Before you hang packing, out with Roscoe. Yeah. <laughs> packing your pocket heater. That's stupid. Then there's just holding. Yep, you're holding, but that's yeah, but holding. I, for, for me as California boy, holding is more reference of if you got pot. It did. Sp- it did say this could also be used for having other illegal things on you. Oh, okay. So it's a more of an umbrella term, really. Yeah. Walking heavy. I'm walking like heavy. One. Okay. He comes in here walking heavy, <laughs> and I told him I'm a felon. I can't have that kind of weight. <laughs> can't, in here. I can't be around that. Yeah. But see, bringing the also, burner. Bringing the burner. Okay, yeah, heater, burner. Yeah, 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 yeah. Moost. <laughs> M- moost. I'm yeah. moost. I'll get, using it in a sentence. That lady showed up at Disney World moost. It sounds uh, either drunk or, you know, I don't know. I think that's if, like, you're in Canada with a musket and you're shooting moose it's a blunderbuss yeah and then there's one more and this is one i added to the list okay making your own luck make <laughs> is that from a movie did you get that from a movie somewhere guess which movie it's from i Jason. knew it was oh what movie i have no idea titanic oh you... god A real man makes his own luck, and then he he, he brandishes his gun. <laughs> you know what you should do is uh, come up with a drink for the next secret show and call it "Making Your Own Luck" and make oh. it off of that somewhere, please. Okay, that's happening. Making right. your own luck—that's right. a drink. All right. Orange County Sheriff's Office responded when Marsha Temple, 27 of Lithonia, Georgia, was spotted by a hospital employee performing temperature checks at the Magic Kingdom security checkpoint as she was putting her purse behind a nearby planter. It just seemed a little <laughs> okay. odd. Sure. The employee notified Disney security, who in turn contacted nearby Orange County deputy Nadia Engwall. So they there are like there's police on on site at disney world so they've got their own security but there's always some police like in near engwall found a pink purse containing a heater (laughs) a nine millimeter 
What? Nothing. A nine no. millimeter gun that was loaded with ten bullets, including one in the chamber. Oh my gosh! So it's a ten plus one. That's what we call it. Oh, the old don't say. As the deputy spotted the gun in the purse, Marsha Temple approached and said, "Ma'am, that's mine." <laughs> when asked why she would bring a gun to Walt Disney World, Temple responded, "I had told my son to hold it for me and stand right here." Uh, while she went to get her brother to take the purse and gun back to the car. Um, her son is six. Okay. So he's, <laughs> she's blamed it. It's a, it's a kid's fault. I told him to watch the gun. Yeah, he's strapped up already. Okay. <clears throat> Probably right. not the first time. I mean, if you're that loose with uh, your firearm possession, you're probably asking your kid to hold it more than once. I'm sure that kid has most many times for her. That's right. He's, he has a dog walking business. temple does not have a concealed weapon permit for florida or her home state of georgia she was arrested and banned from the walt disney world property i just don't understand like i mean obviously this this checks up to no good but like it's a really weird shell game she was trying to say she was playing like i was gonna put the the purse with the loaded gun behind the planter so I could tell my brother to go take. First of all, where is this brother? He never turned up. Right. And then also, like, you're not that. The, the temperature checks at Magic Kingdom screening aren't that far from where you park. It's maybe a 10 minute walk. Like, just if you have a gun that you, if you are really sincere and you're going to bring the gun back, because, whoa, I didn't realize my loaded gun's here. You could just walk it back. Like I've walked back because I forgot, you know, like, oh, I forgot my sunglasses. You know, <laughs> like I didn't need to go hide behind a planner and wait for my brother. So, yeah, I don't know. Is that a good that's not a good analogy, but it's that's fun, why though. I think she's playing a weird shell game. Something's up. She's up to no good, but now she can't come back. So that's what's happening. And this is the third gun incident that we know of since Disney World has reopened in July. So July, August, September, October, three and four months. And there's probably been more, but these are just the ones that have made headlines. Yeah, that's crazy, man. Yeah, that's what's happening there. Wow. Well, talking about confusion, Jeremy, one point of confusion surrounding the Disney parks amid all this reopening mess is what to do about annual passports. Early on, the parks were issuing rolling credits, and then they started offering refunds if you wanted or if you wanted to wait things out. Well, you could do that, too. And you were you got caught up in this kerfuffle, right, where you just said, ah, we'll let it ride. I don't need a I don't need a refund or anything. We'll just I've already paid for it. And who cares? Yeah, let's just ride it out. Well, recently, Tokyo Disneyland announced some major changes to their annual passport program, mainly that it was being ended. Up until now, if you wanted to visit that park, you would be placed in a reservation lottery due to the vast number of AP holders trying to get tickets. So one-day tickets or AP, you had to go through the same lottery system. So yes, it seems even the much-glorified annual pass holder is nothing but a mere mortal once again in the eyes of Tokyo (laughs) Disneyland. And once again, it seems that Disney is making some pretty big changes to its operations to ensure that all of its parks weather this COVID storm. Once the current reservations are used up in December of this year, the lottery system will be removed. So I imagine, therefore, it's a first-come, first-served kind of a thing moving, you know, moving on. The annual mm-hmm. passport program will be deleted. Refunds will be issued, and everyone will be on equal footing. Kind of like the end of Fight Club, but with less blood. Right. The Tokyo, that just went, you don't, yeah. 
I have never seen. Yeah. Actually, I think I've seen Fight Club. Over the head. That's where they're they're fighting in a basement. That's yes. That's the I've crux. seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's very old. Uh, I mean, yeah, sure. It's I'm a little bit old. more with the times. Yeah, you know, ti- Titanic. yeah, Titanic references. I got yeah. you, man. <laughs> I got you, dude. Gotcha. The Tokyo Disney website notes that an update to the annual pass program will be issued by the end of March 2021. So this is probably more of a pause on the APs than an all-out deletion and removal, uh, which is interesting, I thought, too. So, you know, it seems like just to kind of let other people get tickets equally because the APs were flooding the reservation system, just kill it for now. I don't know. Since Disney World opened to a rocky, very uncrowded start earlier this summer, they probably didn't see the troubles like Tokyo Disneyland has. But as crowds begin to feel safer entering the parks, who knows? Maybe something like this could happen in Walt Disney World or even Disneyland. But let's be honest. Disneyland is an opening for several months anyway, and it's plenty of time to probably sort out any reservation systems they need to. I do know that recently Disneyland AP holders were sent communications from the uh, annual pass uh, port program outlining the issues with reopening and that changes were being looked at. So perhaps instead of the backlog of refunds for passes, because I, I do know people with APs, some still haven't got the refunds from like two months ago. They're just oh, really? having a hard time dealing with it. Uh, Disneyland might consider a blanket reset, pulling passes for everyone and let folks repurchase at a later date. But I thought it was a really interesting point to sort of examine here. I mean, if you're opening Buena Vista Street, there's no um, there's no charge to get in there. Why yeah. uh, you're 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 paying cast members to just issue refunds all the time? Why why are we going through this whole mess? Why not just wipe everybody clean? There's no annual passes anymore. I mean, it's not like you get anything for being an annual pass holder. Or I've been AP for ten years. It's just a sense of pride. It's just an achievement in your own mind that you don't like. Disneyland doesn't recognize you one day. You know what I mean? Like on your tenth no. day, they don't like drop balloons or something like that. So it no. doesn't matter. So just wipe everybody clean, and people can just rebuy. Um, I don't know if they want. Yeah, I, I suppose you could do that. Uh, do you I don't think, know. I like the idea of letting it ride because, like, yeah. event, I, I know I'm gonna get another one eventually. I suppose, but yeah. um, it's interesting because one of the things that you said is that the, in, in their reservation system, single day tickets and, and APs were all mixed up into the same priority. Yeah, that's what I read. Yeah. So that's, but that's not how it works in Florida. Okay. So there are capping. There's there's a number of slots allotted to park tickets to hotel guests and then there's another bucket for ap's so the ap one does cap out so they're limiting that and then they'll still sell you can still buy one day tickets so i think they're sort of i think they've figured that reservation system out i hope (laughs) i mean my understanding i i my perception was that the ap's in the beginning were really what was keeping this place afloat because no one was flying to florida so it was locals Right, exactly. Yeah. And you know, it's it's worth noting that Tokyo Disneyland is run by the Oriental Land Company or something like yes. that. I almost said Oriental Trading Company. That's a very different <laughs> it's a very Yeah, that's that company. magazine with all the kites and with, the thing. Yeah, and like you can buy like a thousand finger puppets for four dollars or something like that, <laughs> but it takes six years to get there. It's just weird. It's like we stocking stuff those. or stuff or like um stuff for pinatas or whatever. It's just all tchotchke party supply stuff. Pinata, Pinata Supply Store. There you go. Let's open one. Um, so, you know, they probably don't uh, 
they're not up to the same level or they just didn't care they didn't know or they're just doing things differently but uh yeah so yeah i mean that is a good point where if when disneyland actually opens hopefully all this stuff is sort of sorted out anyways but i would yeah. imagine they're going to go with uh, what you're talking about limiting the ap's um in which everyone I'm, i guarantee you there'll be a change.org petition <laughs> online I just wonder- within a month after disneyland opening I wonder why Tokyo didn't follow the Disney World model reservation system. Yeah, I don't that's know. the th- that's the question that I have um, because it's proven, I suppose, or maybe because Disney did. They said even with the lower than expected attendance that they made, they were in the positive revenue uh, profit wise for mm. the first or the quarter that whatever finished right in parks. Yeah. So Great. I don't know. I don't. Know. I, I it, it makes me nervous. Yeah, well, it should. I, I won't sleep tonight. <laughs> That's all I got, Jer. That's all the news. Well, those are some good stories, I think. I think so, too, man. I mean, I would prefer that they were less closures and and More less open. weaponry. Sure. Well, so would I, to be honest with you. But um, that's not the way uh, things are shaking out right now, man. There's a lot of people still fighting this uh, mask thing. That's right. It's not our job to pick the news we just have to report what's happening that's right i am the walter to your conkite that's right yeah or something like that i don't know all right well um i think we should get out of here yeah let's go okay wow i think this has just been playing on a loop over and over again <laughs> Dude, it's been playing no the entire like we 40 said. minutes it's just been an hour of that song <laughs> Uh, that's good to know that you can just double click on it and it just plays over and over again I like that oh it's literally selected anyway uh, thank you everybody for tuning into the show you live pe- folks thank you very much appreciate it uh, I'll try to get this uh, episode uploaded tomorrow so you can listen to it again that would be fun for everybody thank you to the 21st Amendment be sure to find 21st Amendment beers wherever you can wherever you find good craft beer and uh, all that kind of stuff, which is getting a little bit easier now. So that's good. Shipping lanes are opening, I guess. And, uh, you know, support uh, support everybody that way. And uh, Jeremy, thank you very much. You can listen to Jeremy on SpectraRadio.us. Yeah, tune in. Disney music all day long. Hell yeah. And then, of course, all the shows that we do over here at EarsUp-Podcast.com. Thanks a lot, everybody. Stay safe, and we'll see you next time. I'll see now the music just faded, so now I have to wait till it ramps up again. Because you got to come out, you got to end on the up fade, right? You can't just, it's not just a dead air end. Like, bye, and then it's silence. You got to end on music. Can you edit that in? Goodbye, Jeremy. (laughs) 